Welcome back to the Not Your Average podcast, where you are empowered from the inside out. This week's episode is all about do not settle. And I'm sure that you've heard this in some motivational or inspirational context before, where you thought, that's great, and I think that's a great sentiment. But what does it actually mean for your everyday life? And how do you ensure that you're not settling? Because to be honest, as we've seen over the last couple of years, nothing is guaranteed, really. And although that's something that's true in general, it's something that's been really amplified. And so I wanted to do this episode because there's been also a rise in the focus on femininity and raising standards and what we call leveling up. And also just an increased awareness of the importance of wellness and health and all that good stuff in our lives and it's important that you don't settle for life because if you are in such a privileged position to be able to make choices outside of your sort of basic needs it's really important that you are aware not only that you have the choice but also how to exercise it but also what is being presented to you in that choice and which is the best one for you. So as a caveat, everyone's life is different. Everyone's sort of definition of success looks different. Everyone's purpose may look different. So take from this what is applicable to you, leave what isn't, and let's continue to always, as ever, grow. So you are responsible for your life and you don't want to live your life with regrets. And I think that uh, I've touched about this actually in the previous episodes, but if anything should motivate you, it's that, you know, no one kind of gets out of this thing called life alive. And so you don't have an infinite amount of time. You don't have an infinite amount of resources or, you know, never ending opportunities, which although I wish that was the case, the reality is that it isn't. And so in some ways that can kind of be actually a positive that can sort of help you focus on what's important to you in different areas of your life. And I think that instead of allowing that to be something that weighs you down, makes you despondent, it's important to focus on the fact that there's more sort of available to you, there's more abundance, more peace, more awareness, more health, more things available to you but you just have to become aware of that. And you also have to raise your level of thinking and your perspective and your attitude to expect the best. Now, I'm talking about your expectation of life, not about specific people, because I believe that having zero expectations of people is a great way to live sort of baggage-free in terms of your mental and emotional baggage. Uh, You can have high expectations of yourself, which is what we'll touch on later on in this episode. But it's all about sort of expecting good things to happen to you. Why? Because when you do that and expecting the best and, you know, understanding that nothing is too good for you, even though the world, media, whatever, may choose to tell certain demographics of people or, you know, may choose to say you have to sort of you know, go through struggle life in order to sort of earn, quote unquote, the good things. Actually, no. And so 
I personally don't believe that that's the case. I believe that's a part of life. I believe that hardship is something that everyone experiences to different degrees. No one can escape that. That is a fact of life. So we're not glossing over that in this episode. Um, that is literally a fact of life. So that there's a realism to that. But in living in that realism, you can be able to see that there's actually more for you. But you can't see that unless you perceive it, unless you expect it, unless you behave in a way that welcomes you receiving what is the best for you or you're willing to say no to what is not the best for you and you're willing to have enough faith and hope that the best will be available because you are working on yourself. But more importantly, you're choosing to be grateful for just the small things in life and that really has an impact on your attitude your vibration as I talked about everything is on the vibration this isn't some woo-woo sort of you know crazy talk it's actually about how we function it's the energy that you carry you can feel someone's energy when they walk into a room it can either amplify what's going on in the room it can either dampen what's going on in the room it can either excite or it can make you sad so these things aren't some sort of crazy sort of imagination it is literally how we communicate with one another and how we engage with the world and so I think it's important to understand these foundational principles because then once you're aware of that then you can be able to navigate life with that awareness so the first point on on do not settle is stick to your standards you know it's one thing to set the standards it's one thing to say this is the what I want in my health this is what I want in my finances my relationships my hobbies um in all sorts of things but can it's another thing to enforce them and that's where I think most people come to a sticking point because you have this idea of exactly what you want. You may create a vision board, you may journal, you may do different things. You know, maybe you want to elevate your style. And, you know, if you are not already following us at the Style Symphony is, um, you know, just our umbrella um, company where we teach you to elevate your outside as well as your inside. So definitely check us out on Instagram at the Style Symphony. But anyway back to my point so when you are wanting to create your standards you want to stick to them you want to be able to say I'm willing to say no or yes to things that will align with my standards and the great thing about not settling is that you have an anchor a mental emotional relational financial anchor an integrity anchor that permeates in every decision that you make so your life is made up of decisions your life is made up of habits yes you can have big moments in life but your standards is what you apply every day so are you going to hit the snooze button or are you going to go for a run this is not a judgment on if you choose to hit the snooze button obviously listen to your body but it's all about the little things you get you get my point but the first step is awareness and so in order to enforce your standards it can be lonely. It can be a bit difficult Think being in that sort of limbo where you're not really sure what's going to happen, but you've let go of something that you may feel was certain. And certainty is actually human need. But if we have too much certainty, it can get monotonous, life can get a little bit boring, and it can be a bit humdrum. And you're actually not pushed to grow. But then if you have 
complete uncertainty that also isn't good so it's it's all about finding a happy medium in that and so you have to keep in mind your goal when you're going through that stage of either feeling that you know you're waiting around or you're not really sure what's happening because actually it's in that waiting that you your character is growing your ability to be patient with yourself and the circumstance your ability to learn how to really um, be expectant of something but also learn how to detach from how it will happen because you're not defining yourself by that and you know keep in mind the less stress and toxicity and wasted years you may have if you make a less a lesser choice a choice that actually will be settling and so standards also protect you from poor choices or things that aren't really the best for you it puts off the good so that you can have access to the great and when i talk about enforcing standards it's about saying yes and no because most people think it's all about saying no and boundaries are important and I have done previous episodes so do go back and check those out when I sort of dive deep into boundaries and people pleasing and things like that but it also sometimes means saying yes so stepping outside of your comfort zone deciding that I'm not going to be the same person that I was the last year or the last five years because doing the same thing and expecting a different result is literally the definition of insanity so it's important to decide what you want for yourself and decide that you are worth making those decisions that make you uncomfortable that make you uncertain that make you think hmm not really sure this is how I pictured it but growth is not easy if it was everyone would do it if it was everyone would be at the height of maturity drinking their matcha lattes and you know green juices but it's it's not and so this is why this podcast is called a, you know not your average because we're not about being average because that's easy but what it but what is worth it is the person and the life that you'll have on the other side and so Another thing I would say about enforcing your standards, because enforcing sounds really harsh, but it's actually just resting in that standard, sitting in the uncomfortableness, is you have to meet the standard that you want in those different areas, whatever area of your life it may be. So not just sort of going around expecting the world to, you know, move on its axis for you, but you have to be prepared to be the type of person who can handle what it is that you're hoping to either attain or live or experience. And this leads me on to my next point about identifying patterns. So if you don't identify your patterns or your triggers in certain situations, you will continue them, hence the word pattern, because it's a continuous occurrence. So. Everyone has triggers, everyone has patterns of behavior because we learn that when we're young. We learn that out of survival, out of our need for love and belonging and safety and security. I won't delve into that, but obviously do go see a qualified counselor, therapist, professional who can be able to sort of expand on that. But what I would say is that 
you have to know your patterns and this is what knowing yourself is about knowing what triggers you knowing what actually gets your attention in either a positive or a negative way knowing why you've reacted like that and so one of the ways that you can do that is um sort of writing down it could be even in your notes app on your phone why you felt a certain way how you felt when someone said that what would be the root of that and yes this is like doing homework but there's no better project than yourself because when you work on yourself when you understand yourself better it actually leads to you being um sort of more discerning about others more aware about others and you're not going to be so judgmental or quick to define yourself in relation to others so in order to raise your standards and not settle and enforce them you've got to know what your patterns are what your triggers are what are the things that really gets under your skin or what are the things if they are positive situations what are the things that cause you to maybe get sort of carried away in the you know momentum of it all and making decisions that aren't in your best interest and that leads me on to my third point about be accountable first and foremost to you so whilst not settling actually is heavily involved in your interaction with the world and with other people the first person that you have to be accountable to is you only you know when you're settling only you know when you are staying in your comfort zone only you know when you are not at performing at your best and I don't say performing as in where you gain your identity and strength from but I mean when you're using your skills and gifts only you know that other people can infer they can guess whatever but actually it's only really you who understands that potential so that's why my second point was about gaining that self-awareness um but accountability starts with you it's great to have an accountability partner it really is but they're not going to be with you the same way that you are with you. So be accountable with yourself first and foremost. And what that does is it stops you from going back to what's familiar, going back to a state of mind that's familiar. That's really what this point is about. It is challenging enough <laughs> to change your own mind. And so one of the best ways that you can be accountable to yourself is pause and also learn how to observe your thoughts, observe what you're thinking, learn how to be really present. Because if you think about it, most of us aren't actually that present. We're thinking about what am I doing next? Where am I going next? What am I saying next in this conversation? How can I project this if that's what you want to project? But you're not actually present and aware of your thoughts and observing them. And so therefore being set apart from them and then therefore able to change them. So what you want to do is, in holding yourself accountable, challenge your thoughts, challenge how you view things, continue to evaluate it. And it doesn't have to be a hard task. It could just be something that you do, you know, at lunchtime or in the evening or in the morning when you're setting your intentions for the day. And that will help you build that level of accountability with yourself because really confidence and self-assurance it's actually about a good reputation with yourself. You know, once you have that down pat, your reputation with others is just going to be a lovely bonus. First and foremost, that's what you want to cultivate, a healthy relationship with yourself. This leads me on to my last point, is invest in your growth. In order to not settle, 
you need information. You know, you don't know what you don't know. That's everyone. No one is born knowing everything. Everyone has to, you know, learn, unlearn, find out things. And learning is different from schooling. Schooling is different. It's there to get you a certain set of, you know, recognizable qualifications to navigate this world. But learning is something that you can choose to do as a lifelong. And so investing in your growth means that you are aware of more opportunities, you're aware of more tools more language to sort of understand yourself and others in situations better or to even better articulate what it is that you are aiming for and to articulate what those standards are to cultivate better and healthier relationships you know unapologetically so investing in yourself means that you you gain more knowledge and then therefore you are held accountable to apply that knowledge Investing in yourself is never a waste of time. You know, if you're going to form habits, and this is why I think the book Atomic Habits is a really interesting read, and one, even just the title Atomic, it, it goes down to the small, because it's the small things in life that really do make up your everyday. You know, your whole day is not made up of one big thing. It can be, but most of the time, it's your small, you know, hour by hour. And so investing in yourself means that you are looking for the resources and there is now we are so privileged to live in a world where there is such a huge amount of information that's available to you freely. So obviously use your discernment and your wisdom when taking in information and evaluating it. But gain a sense of awareness. There's so much more than what you can even imagine for yourself. But if you don't put yourself in a position to be aware of it, then you won't know. And you don't want to get to the end of your life and think, oh, wow, I had this opportunity or I had this, you know, just access and I wasn't aware of it or I didn't use it in a way that was beneficial not only to myself, but also to my future self, you know, my 80-year-old self, my... In, in my, you know, relationships with others, in my finances, in my health. And so I would encourage you to not settle because it's not just about, um, it's not about anything to do with anybody else. It's not about showing off. You have absolutely nothing to prove. It's not about one-upping people or trying to get a sense of self-worth because you have attained X, Y, and Z. It's so much more purposeful and deeper than that. It's about really understanding that you get this one round in life and you have the ability. And if you have the access and the resources, especially if you're listening to this on a smartphone or a tablet or a laptop, then you certainly do to make choices that lead to a fulfilling life. And you can cancel out the noise that's happening in the media or in conversations that you may come across that just tend to be very negative, fear-filled, anxiety-filled, and sort of quiet that down and raise the voice within yourself that actually says, no, having standards is important. If you don't have standards, other people will set the standards for you. If you settle, nobody else is going to sit, you know, put their hand up and go, oh, I think you're settling. I think you're not doing, you know, what you need to do. Um, you know, take, for example, a pay rise or a, a job offer. 
you will be lowballed. And so it's up to you to decide what you're worth and push for it and go for what you want and go for what is necessary for you. So that's just one very practical example. Like you could settle, but then that's not really about the money. It's actually about how much do you think you're worth? Do you know that you're valuable? Do you know the value that you bring in the situation? So again, settling is all well and good. This is no judgment to those people who feel that they don't have choices as well. So I don't say that with a lack of empathy, but I just say that to encourage you to pursue things and situations that lead to the fulfillment that everyone is searching for, but they don't actually realize that they already have the capability to create in their own life. And when I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking to me as well. So those are my points. Stick to your standards, identify your patterns and triggers, be accountable to yourself first and foremost, and invest in your growth. Share this with anyone who you think in your world needs some encouragement, a reminder, revisit it, take notes, do whatever you need to do. This is a journey, this is a marathon or a sprint. Don't forget to follow us on at The Style Symphony where you can get more fashion, beauty, lifestyle, wellness and personal development tips to help you level up all areas of your life and really help you merge the inside and the outside so they match. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope this helped you and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.